everyone. Welcome to The Daily Word. I'm really glad that you've joined me. And for our Daily Word today, we are in the book of Genesis. We're going to start there in Genesis 13. I'm going to share verses 1 to 4 with you. And then let's, uh, let's walk through the scriptures a bit here and talk about how it is that God grows our faith. So if you would, hear the word of the Lord. So Abram left Egypt and traveled north into the Negev, along with his wife and Lot and all that they owned. Abram was very rich in livestock, silver, and gold. From the Negev, they continued traveling by stages toward Bethel. And they pitched their tents between Bethel and Ai, where they had camped before. This was the same place where Abraham had built the altar, and there he worshiped the Lord again. Now, the Lord has brought Abram and Sarai and their kind of extended family that's with them there, brought them through a, a time of famine. And the Lord had protected Abram and Sarai while they're in Egypt from Pharaoh. The Lord moved against Pharaoh when Pharaoh took Sarai into his home and into the palace with the intention of making her one of his wives. And the Lord protects them and, in fact, enriches Abram through, uh, through the whole thing. Now, let's, let's turn over to Romans chapter 4 that we read not too long ago to verses 20 to 25. And, and let's uh, note, especially if you will, uh, how it is that, that Abraham never wavered from believing in God's promise and how it is that God grew him in his faith. Abraham never wavered in believing God's promise. In fact, his faith grew stronger, and in this he brought glory to God. He was fully convinced that God is able to do whatever he promises. And because of Abraham's faith, God counted him as righteous. And when God counted him as righteous, he was, wasn't just, it wasn't just for Abraham's benefit, it was recorded for our benefit too, assuring us that God will also count us as righteous if we believe in Him, the one who raised Jesus, our Lord, from the dead. He was handed over to die because of our sins, and He was raised to life to make us right with God. So in Genesis chapter 12, Abram is, um, well, he's afraid that Pharaoh will kill him because his wife Sarah is very beautiful and he'll be killed and, a, and Pharaoh will take his, his wife. And so he, he crafts this scheme of telling everyone that, well, Sarah is his sister. And, uh, and, and you know, and as we see that, we might, might think, well, isn't that Abram failing to trust in, in God's promise, um, wavering in God's, in his belief in God's promise. But, you know, he, he doesn't actually waver in his belief that uh, God is ultimately going to fulfill this promise to make him a great nation that would bless all people. Uh, but I, I think what we could say is that he, he does seem to think that God needs some help with working out some of the details, that maybe, you know, God hadn't imagined this scenario with Pharaoh happening and so was unprepared for it, and so maybe God needed help, his help. And, 
It's the same sort of logic that we see also in Genesis 16, where Sarai has this idea that through her, her servant, Hagar, that she would have a, have a child. Uh, they, they believed in the ultimate promise, but they thought that somehow God just needed a little help working out the details. But as God brings them through Egypt, God proves his faithfulness. As God gives them Isaac, of course, proving his faithfulness, their faith grew. They learned more and more to trust in God. God was patient. God was merciful. God was faithful to them. And, and as, as they continue to offer God their mustard-sized faith, God continued to prove himself over and over again. Now, what we see here in 13, Genesis 13, is that God allows them to return to the same altar where in response to these promises, God builds an altar, uh, Abram builds an altar and worships God. In, in, uh, he honors God and he, he praises God for all of these, these great promises on, on him. And, and then, you know, we can, we can look forward here and see the extent to which God grows Abram's faith. We would come to know, of course, as Abraham. To the extent to where when God tells Abraham to sacrifice Isaac, the child of promise, that he actually goes up the mountain with Isaac and he prepares to make the sacrifice. And, and we read in Hebrews 11 just how strong his faith in the Lord had grown. This is Hebrews 11:17. It was by faith that Abraham offered Isaac as a sacrifice when God was testing him. Abraham, who had received God's promises, was ready to sacrifice his only son Isaac, even though God had told him, Isaac is the son through whom your descendants will be counted. Abraham reasoned that if Isaac died, God was able to bring him back to life again. And in a sense, Abraham did receive his son back from the dead. Now, we know from the story, of course, that God provided a scapegoat. God provided a sacrifice, and Isaac was not sacrificed, and God was pleased with his faith. This was the extent to which God had grown his faith to show him his faithfulness. And think what now, in relation to the sacrifice of Isaac, think now what God has, has done to strengthen our faith. That is to say, God did not withhold His one and only Son, His only begotten Son, Jesus Christ. But on that hill called Calvary, He was sacrificed for us. He was the, the, the stand-in, the scapegoat. He was the Lamb of God to take away, sacrifice to take away the sins of the world, yours and mine. And so, friends, let us walk with God in faith and see His faithfulness, especially on the cross, but see also how God continually shows up in faithfulness in our lives. Let us allow God to grow our faith as we offer Him that little mustard-sized faith that we have. That God would grow it as we, as we trust Him and we step forward with Him and He proves Himself over and over again. And may it be so in Christ's holy name.
Amen. Amen. And friends, as we, uh, until we get a chance to, to speak again, I, I pray that God would bless you and, and that He would keep you.